What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions, episode 22. Jumping into it. Yeah. We are just crushing them. <laughs> Especially now that we get to split them in half. <laughs> yeah. It really honestly makes this better on so many levels for it you does. guys and for us. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. It's very, Shout very out to cool. my brother for giving us the idea to split it into at least 30 minutes. And then Garrett had the further idea to still do an hour and just double down. Always double down. <laughs> so slipping on into TV. I want to talk a little bit about Westworld, which is mm-hmm. actually coming up real soon. Yeah, really cool. Um, we haven't really gotten into it on the show, which is interesting. Yeah, we talked about it one time a long time ago. In like real passing as mm-hmm. well. Um, I loved Westworld, actually, the movie as a kid. Mm-hmm. That's another one of those things that my dad showed me. Right. Because he like was like, you're going to know about <laughs> films for the rest of your life. Did you read the book? No, I didn't. Yeah, I know that you're a Crichton guy. So I, I am didn't. a Crichton guy. Never read the book. Did see the movie. Yul Brynner off. Sean. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, the reason I wanted to touch on it is just because uh, in leading up to the show coming out, which is, it releases on HBO on October 2nd. Mm-hmm. So apparently uh, James Marsden, who's one of the main characters on the mm-hmm. show, uh, he was doing an interview with Entertainment Weekly and he talked about how the showrunners, which is Jonathan Nolan and J.J. Abrams, J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name. Uh, I almost said the lost guy. That's like the worst <laughs> reference. Uh, Jonathan Nolan and J.J. Abrams uh, have already planned out basically the entire show. Mm-hmm. So they already know the ending they want to do. And they have like five or six years worth of seasons planned out, which is ridiculous on multiple levels. One, because it's just a movie, it's right. just a two hour long movie or right. a short novel. Uh, and they've planned out like a Game of Thrones amount of content out of that. Um, so he talked about that. And one of the funny things is uh, apparently uh, Jonathan Nolan has said you know, we have this this movie that's two hours long uh, and we've already planned out the whole series, kind of like the showrunners for Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. But the difference is they have this entire series of like super deep, well thought out novels to kind of like base everything on. Right. We're trying to stretch two hour movie into like 40, 50, 60 hours of TV. Um, so I just thought it was really cool that they already have an endpoint planned right. and they're just trying to sort of like make this like six, five or six season show to lead to that point. Mm-hmm. Because I really appreciate it when shows do that. Right. Simply because a lot of TV shows have really fucking terrible endings. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And absolutely. a lot of times it's because it gets sprung on them. Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh, this season you have bad ratings. You're canceled. Yeah. yeah. Come up with an ending. So hopefully the show's really good where they, they can get like five or six seasons out of it. And it's just pristine and with no issues or hiccups or anything. Yeah, it looks damn great. Yeah, I think it's I think it'll be fine. And with J.J. Abrams name on it, I don't I don't foresee any issues. And and there was a long time where it was announced because it's been delayed a lot of times. And there was a long period of time where it had been announced, but there hadn't really been a lot of news. And I was mm-hmm. like, who's going to play like Yul Brynner's character? Like, uh, it's not you can't do it. Right. But even though it's not like casting in the in the sense of like casting Patrick Stewart as professor xavier Mm -hmm. casting ed harris as the fucking gunslinger is awesome yeah 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 like it won't be the same gunslinger as yul brenner but it's gonna be fucking awesome yeah definitely way fired up about it i I think it's really cool Uh, so 
when I was investigating, researching for uh, this episode today, I saw, so I was, I pulled up uh, the IMDb page for it. And because I was like, oh, what else is like Jonathan Nolan worked on, you know, etc. And strangely enough, I saw Taking Back Sunday 10 year anniversary. And I was like, what? And it just I was like, oh, did he like do that? Is he like a director or producer? No, actor. He's an actor in the Taking Back Sunday 10 year anniversary Live at the Starland Ballroom. What does that mean? I legitimately have no idea. They have like a fake crowd or something? I have no idea, but this dude is an actor in it. Well, cool. He gets more cred for me than I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I feel like I need to watch that DVD now because that's very interesting. So in the realm of science and technology and everything that's cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to... That was weird. <laughs> I wanted to get away from watches for a second and bounce bounce more into the um, transhumanism area of, of expertise. I mean, watches. Watches are transhumanism. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, Elon Musk, who might actually be a supervillain. Um, or a superhero. Yeah. Either either or, or both. No, I, I actually really like Elon Musk. Uh, so, I uh, remember last year when Elon Musk did that whole thing of like, being terrified of AI and yes. like, yeah. And he said that. And so it made a lot of waves and stuff. So kind of following in, in those footsteps, there are rumors. This hasn't been confirmed 100%, but there are rumors and he's kind of mentioned it in passing mm-hmm. that Elon Musk is working on basically like a neural interface kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And basically what supposedly he's trying to do is to combine our brains with like AI to like be the best of both worlds. Sign me the fuck up. Yeah, absolutely. So where where's the beta test? Yeah. Put it in my neck. <laughs> yeah, so so what it was saying is that again, this is all conjecture, but God, we say conjecture. I know a we lot do. I, yeah, we do, we do. That's because we deal a lot with like these rumor things mill? that are like, yeah, these rumor mill things, but again, it's almost always it almost always comes to pass. True. So This is what the article that I read about it said. It is a neural lace, a mesh of electronics that will allow AI and the brain to work together. Signals will be transmitted wirelessly, but without any interference of natural neurological processes, essentially making it a brain upgrade. Say I fucking won't. Yeah, what the fuck? Let's go. Slap it on me. Yeah, yeah. I swear to God. Yeah, I don't care about anything else in the world. Just make my brain better. Yeah, and then all I really need is a nice watch to control it all. <laughs> I'm assuming if it's a neural interface, you just control it with your brain. I just want to do a watch bit, you know, to keep, I it, it. keep it thematic. What if it was just like a, a an app for your phone? You just had to dial up your brain. Maybe it was like that one thing. What was that? What was that super brain thing that we did a while mm-hmm. back that we were we were like, did this, this thing work? Probably not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you just like <laughs> fucking put a like a head thing on your brain and it makes you smarter. Yeah, yeah, and sleep better. Stupid. And it helps. More like stupid brain. <laughs> I don't need another one of those. But <laughs> but yeah, this is like the coolest thing. So this is what we we talk about all the fucking time. Is just how a lot much- of people you hear say that. Um, Elon Musk is the Tony Stark of our world, mm-hmm. but really they're just co- like comic plebs. Mm-hmm. He's more like the Mister Terrific of our world. Oh yeah, Mister Terrific off the chain. Yeah. Google it. Yeah, making T spheres. Type it into Google. <laughs> I actually really like Mister Terrific. 
Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's real fucking dope. I like him because, like, he is one of the smartest dudes in the, in the DC universe, but he just really, like, doesn't even seem like that in his demeanor. He'll just, like, punch a dude. He'll just run up and actually just start, like, punching. Oh, yeah. And he, he doesn't, like, oh, I'm going to get you with, like, because I'm smarter. He is that. But he's also like, but I can also like punch and kick and I'm like an Olympian athlete. Right. Awesome. But he has T-spheres and he'll just like make your brain explode. Oh, yeah, he'll get you. But yeah, this is really cool to me. I, uh, I'm, I'm really mega pumped about this. I hope that it's a real thing. Probably is. I hope that it's something that I can do to my brain one day. I'm ready. We just have to stay alive long enough. Yep. Just plug them in. Just put put some neural lace on my brain stem. Give it to me now. <laughs> but yeah. I think it's really cool. There, there wasn't anything more uh, about it on the on the article, but hopefully, it said that uh, hopefully he'll be making an announcement of something very soon. So, I feel like every time we hear an announcement that he's going to make an announcement, mm-hmm. it's never what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, people are like this is it. He's going to tell us the detailed plans of how to colonize Mars, and then he's like, the new Tesla's coming out. Yeah, or he's <laughs> like, here's like a battery for your home. Did you see that, like, another uh, Model S, like, killed somebody? Oh, Jesus. Crashed into a tree. Oh, no. Yeah. Well. Stop jamming us up. Yeah. Even though it's, like, one in a million, people are still going to be like, (gasps) Yeah, that's what what pisses me off about it is, like, people die every single day in car accidents. Oh, yeah. Like, every single day. It's, like, the numbers are absurd. But then, like, robot car kills two people. In like three years, and people are like, "Oh, these things are definitely not safe. We don't need these on the road." Yeah, that's like just AmericanGovernment.com, though. That's yeah. how they roll. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, what about all of these other fuckheads that are just driving and texting and fucking everything? Drunk? No, that's that's all fine because it's humans. Stupid. So something a little bit different that I wanted to talk about in video games. Normally we actually talk about a video game or even a console. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a little bit uh, arguably more boring than what we normally talk about. But it's cool for me just because it's kind of nostalgic. So PlayStation uh, with their PlayStation VR, which is coming out in a month, a month from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's soon. Holy shit. Yeah. I need to start having money. Um, <laughs> they're actually having a demo disc like way back in the day. That's so cool. Yeah, so PlayStation VR is going to have a demo disc. It's got like eight games on it. Drive Club VR, PlayStation VR Worlds, uh, Rigs, Mechanized Comic Combat League, uh, Tumble VR, Battlezone, and uh, Eve Valkyrie, Wayward Sky, and Headmaster. Eve Valkyrie, I would take a demo disc with Eve Valkyrie on it just by say. itself. Yeah, yeah. I saw, well, like when, at PAX last year, I got to see someone else playing it on a, on a big screen, and I was like, this is the coolest looking goddamn thing in the world. Yeah, so the assumption is that because it, they all require PlayStation VR to be played, mm-hmm. that it'll be included with the base set. Um, that's not confirmed. Okay. Uh, but I would assume so, because people don't fucking buy, like, game informers that have, like, CDs attached <laughs> right. to the back. They come in, like, a little plastic bag with a demo disc. But, yeah, man, I just think it's cool because, I, I man, I played a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Demo discs used to work. They would legitimately work. Yeah. Like, here's this demo of, like, Tomba 2. <laughs> Like buying that shit. Tomba was off the off chain. Off the fucking chain. Yeah, well, so it was, this was before the era where you could just download demos like via PlayStation Network. You, you couldn't do that. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I, I used to play the shit out of demos. I used to play like the same goddamn levels over and over. Oh my and god! Over and I can't over. tell you how many times that I played that Metal Gear Solid like first little bit of the game. Oh yeah, from a demo disc. Let me try and tell you how many times I played the first level of Ape Escape. Uh, <laughs> About fourteen. Yeah, it was just it was awesome, and when it was just such a cool variety, you could you could pop a single disc in and then just bounce through like seven or eight or nine different games, and like wildly divergent games. Yeah, like snowboard game and then action adventure platformer and shooter game. And it was just like, oh, this is fucking dope. Yeah. Awesome. And it was like, OK, right now I can't afford like the 50 or 60 bucks. Well, I guess it was 50 back then mm-hmm. for a new game. So I'll just go to like Barnes and Noble and scoop up this fucking like Game Informer or like PlayStation Magazine. Right. That'll just have a demo disc with like maybe six, seven demos on it. Some yeah. of them aren't that good. Then you could just play the first part of those over and over and over until you fucking hated it. <laughs> And it was great. Play the first little bit of Spyro, the first little bit yeah. of like Ape Escape, Toma 2, yeah. Medieval. Yeah, Medieval. Okay. What was that? There was some like claymated game that was like a puzzle game. And I played the beginning of that shit like 400 times. It was like a side-scrolling platformer puzzle game that was like actually claymated. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I played the fucking beginning of that like 3,000 times. <laughs> I, I will say that I, I played that Metal Gear one so many times that when I finally did play the real actual Metal Gear, like... A year later, eight months later, quite a quite a way, quite a quite a ways later, uh, I like couldn't stand it. Like I was actually like annoyed that I had to like do it again. Wow! Because I'd burned myself out. Well, honestly, I kind of did the same thing last year with fucking uh, Battleborn. Right. Or, right, or right. that that was this year. Yeah. Like uh, we we did the beta of Battleborn and we played, played that same level. Yeah, we played, it was one level. And so we played that same goddamn level a billion fucking times. And then when the real game came out, I didn't want to play it again. I was like, Oh, can we, can I jump to the next level? I've already done this one like 83 yep. times. You got scooped, but I did. I ended up, I ended up playing it, which then it turned out that that's all that game is. It's yeah. just like play the exact same levels again and again and again and again. Don't want to do it. But yeah, hopefully a few of these uh, PlayStation VR demos will be fucking cool. We can kill some time on it because the thing is, is that PlayStation VR is going to come out. I'm going to throw $400 at the problem. Mm-hmm. And then how many games am I going to be able to afford right, to buy right, right then? So if I get one and it's not good, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Well, I was gonna, even going to ask, how much are the games for the VR? No idea. Yeah, because I mean, surely they're not going to be 60 bones. Maybe some of them, but some of them are going to be like real mega short. Yeah. Like that, there's that Psychonauts game that looks fucking awesome, but like I can't imagine that it's super long. I don't yeah. know, maybe it is. But know. one of, one of the games uh, is called Wayward Sky, mm-hmm. which scares me a little bit. I'm a little bit uh, skeptical with, about games with Wayward Sky in them now. <laughs> I don't trust. I don't trust. Yeah. Even with Wayward to throw it off, almost just fucking just jumped straight into some Kansas. Um, <laughs> I took a deep breath to just bust out some canvas canvas again, Kansas. Had to stop myself. Um, but yeah, I think the one I'm, I'm definitely most excited for is is Eve Valkyrie. I think that's going to yeah. be fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I've never gotten to play it, and I still haven't gotten to use the VR at all. I know that some Best Buys got them, but the one in Austin didn't, uh, or the one close to us didn't at least. But uh, I, like I said, I saw it being played at, at PAX last year, and I was like, oh, what the fuck is this game? It looks incredible. Yeah, it definitely, above and beyond, looks like the best like sort of demo I've seen so far of a PlayStation VR game. Mm-hmm. Like there's definitely a handful of them that look fun, but that one looks like that and probably Arkham VR are going to yeah. be like the hard standouts at first. Yeah. Yeah. I think so as well. 
But yeah, the VR tech is really, really, really cool. I, I'm pretty pumped about it. Wish that I could, uh, wish that I could afford it. But give, give me some time. I'll yeah, get time. Gotta suck a dick for cash. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a lot of dicks. What, what's the going rate on a dick suck on the streets? I mean, you know, like maybe you need someone to like rate your skill <laughs> so you can upgrade your resume. Is there like an app for that? Can I like, can I get like the Uber of like soliciting? I don't know. It's yeah. just like, hey, how do I, how do I put myself out there? I don't know. <laughs> God, this conversation got weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me for being myself and doing a bit. Yeah. So finishing up with movie stuff, I saw a trailer and I know you haven't seen the trailer yet or at all for a movie called Arrival, which is an upcoming science fiction thriller. I I hate to interrupt you, but I got to say, I'm sorry if you guys can hear construction noises in the background, like a beeping noise of someone backing up a giant truck Mm -hmm. because it is happening actively right now and you probably can hear it in the background. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So we, there, there's a shitload of construction going on in our apartment complex, and they've been doing this all day long. I was hoping that uh, it would be done by now, but it isn't. Not and only is it not done by now, but they're like right in front of our apartment at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fun, and we apologize. So not cicadas this time. Instead, it's beep, shitty construction. Beep. What are, how do you back up that far at some point? Don't you need to go forward? Um, anyway, so yes, this movie, Arrival, science fiction, I guess like thriller, but uh, it stars, among others, Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker. And it is, I don't know too much about it as of yet. Uh, I've only saw the first trailer, and you haven't seen any of the trailers on purpose. We like to do. We like to do that. This just got sprang on me, and I was I didn't know anything about it. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. But it looks incredible. It's very like Stargate meets like Daily Earth stood still. What's the other one? Um, Signs. Mm, uh, I forget. I forget who it had Fire in, in the it. Sky. Oh no, but that one was dope. That movie freaked me the fuck out when I was a kid. I like that was one of those like I don't know why someone let me watch that when I was like eight. Mm-hmm. But they did. Contact. I, I, I could go with Contact. The it's Arrival kind of... starring Charlie Sheen. <laughs> no, there was there was a movie, I don't know, just like two or three years ago that was like kind of similar to this, uh, to me, that it felt like from the trailer. Hmm. I just don't know what you're referring to. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Anyway, but yeah, it seems really, really, really cool. It's uh, It's not like Men in Black or like Independence Day. Or Wild Wild West. I'm just naming Will Smith movies at this point. Uh, it's, it's, it's less of a bad boys and more <laughs> of a seven pounds. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, but it, it, it gets into the more serious aspects of yeah. like what an alien contact would be like. Where like we don't know at all what to expect. So it's not like Mars Attacks. Yeah, it's more like a interstellar alien movie. Yeah, yeah. Which we loved. We both loved interstellar. Which is actually why I'm going out of my way to not watch any trailers for Arrival. Mm-hmm. And it's because we didn't watch any trailers for Interstellar. And I loved it a lot more than most people did. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why. Because I had yeah. nothing. Literally the only trailer I saw for Interstellar ever mm-hmm. was the one that came out a year before the movie. Where it was literally just like, 
Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. No, it wasn't even a voiceover. Oh, it was just Matthew McConaughey like crying in a cornfield and like a rocket taking off, and that was like it. The the one that I saw, I only saw one, but it was the one that had like um, it had the voiceover from um, oh my gosh, Alfred from the the oh Michael Caine. Yeah, yeah, my, it was like a Michael Caine voiceover, and um, it didn't show anything, so I had no idea except that it was about like space and it was called Interstellar. And there was cornfields. And so I was like, cool, let's let's fucking do this. And um, I ended up loving it. And yeah. so, yeah, that's where we got the uh, the whole like idea of not watching trailers unless we're actually not sure if we're going to watch the movie. Correct. Yeah. If it's if it's like and that's why I watched the one for Arrival, because it was like I'd never heard of it. And it comes out in like two months. And uh, Taylor was like, have you seen this this like trailer for Arrival? And I was like, nope. They don't know anything about it. And so she was like, here, here I it saw is. like a half a second of one trailer and I saw like some fucking like gravity, gravity hijinks. And I was like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Not going to finish watching this. Stop trailer. it. Stop drilling. You hit oil. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. So uh, it's it's going to be rad, I think. And it, you said that it's getting like really good reviews. Yeah. Yeah. So far. I mean, it's it's very early mm-hmm. on. So, it's you know, it's like very, very early screenings. Oh, yeah. Um, but a lot of people are saying really good things about it, which I'm into. That's really cool. Um, I like it because it stars a cast of just people who love being in alien movies. Uh, Amy Adams loves alien movies. Superman. Oh, she's in that. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. an alien. Yeah. Jeremy Renner of Avengers fame. That whole movie's about aliens. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker coming up in Rogue One. That takes place in a different galaxy. Yeah. There's nothing more alien than that. <laughs> I'm glad that you gave me all of that context because I was really confused for a second. I know. I know. I've been planning that bit for years. What? <laughs> ever since I was 13. Yeah. Ever came since up I first solid realized that Joe Schuster's classic super-powered <laughs> Boy Scout was an alien. That was a weird... Why am I doing these references? I don't know, and I hate it, and I love it. Joe Schuster created uh, Superman. Yeah. In case you guys were wondering. Speaking, let me just jump to uh, Superman. Let's, let's get a little tangent real fast. Yeah. Uh, so last few days, I've been watching the first season of Supergirl, which I was really prepared for it to be god awful. And I ended up really, I've, I'm really enjoying it. I'm like four apps in, maybe five. And I'm really enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming... Because that's a TV show, not a movie, and this is a movie segment. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to assume you brought it up because of the, what was it, the early 90s Supergirl made for TV movie? Where there's like a possessed, like backhoe, like some construction equipment. Is that real? Yeah, she's like, she fights like a witch or some shit. Really? Yeah, it's really bad. Is it, is it, uh, is it similar to, oh, what was that movie in the 90s where all, like the aliens came down and they possessed all of the, everything that ran on like electricity? Okay, first and fucking foremost. Don't don't talk like that about Maximum Overdrive because <laughs> a it's a Stefan King Ridge and b it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Really? C it takes place in the eighties. And d, didn't it come out in the nineties? No, really? Yeah, it came out in the eighties. And d, no fucking aliens come down at all. Really? Yeah. How's, how do they get possessed? Earth gets caught in the tail of a comet. Uh, and there's just some kind of like weird space radiation from being in the tail of the comet, and it makes all the electronics come alive and kill everybody. Oh, okay. I didn't know they were sentient. And I and thought that I thought that they were like, I thought that aliens were. Like, I haven't seen this since I was a little kid. I thought that aliens just like 
were doing that. No way, dude. Whoa. Yeah. You need to rewatch that shit because the main villain uh-huh. is this big ass toy truck with like a fucking hobgoblin mask on the front. Or I guess it's a green goblin mask on the front. Oh, really? But yeah, it's fucking tight. I man. do not even remember that. Yeah. I just remember that at one point there's a girl that got strangled by headphones and I remember she's just like hanging out of the fucking window all dead. <laughs> yeah. And I remember even as a kid being like, that is highly improbable in this movie of highly improbable things. I also didn't realize that that was Stephen King. Yeah, fuck. He's in the very beginning of the movie. The very first, very, very, very first scene is uh, he. It's like a downtown in a city, mm-hmm. and he's trying to get money even out of an ATM, and it like refuses him. Uh, and then like it, this, the word asshole comes up on the screen. Oh, really? And he's like, "Hey, honey, <laughs> this machine just called me an asshole," and it's fucking <laughs> awful. It's fucking awful. I did not. Well, one, I don't remember that because I haven't seen it since fucking like 1922. But you really should rewatch it. Entire original soundtrack by ACDC. Really? Yeah. They're in the beginning of the movie, too. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's fucking phenomenal, dude. I did not realize. Yeah. I don't remember that. He's the main character. Really? Yeah. Emilio. Emilio. Tipped his hat. Yeah. um, Toe to tip. This is an Emilio. (laughs) But yeah, that's a. That's a huge tangent, but uh, yeah, Supergirl's pretty cool. Uh, Main case in point is that they, uh, Hank Henshaw's in it, so already dialed in. Google it. But then they, or maybe not if you don't want spoilers, but... um, Oh yeah, if you're watching Supergirl and you don't want spoilers, don't Google it. But if you're like, who the fuck is Hank Henshaw? Google Mm -hmm. it. And then also, Dr. Tio Morrow makes an appearance, and I was fucking jazz hands about that. I was so pumped. So pumped. It's like, oh, Dr. T. Morrow, And I was like, oh, you don't need to do this to me. You really, really, really don't. They got you. Yep. Now you're so, hooked. Now you have to watch the whole series. Yep. And then someone spoiled and told me that fucking Martian Manhunter makes an appearance. So let's Man, fucking go. Man, what the fuck? Yeah. Martian Manhunter. One of my favorite superheroes. So yeah, Google Hank Henshaw and watch Maximum Overdrive because the movie's <laughs> fucking incredible. <laughs> All this movie. Yeah, this dude, this kid, like a child, like a peewee, like baseball, soft, what is it called? Is it peewee baseball? Little League? Yeah. He gets fucking run over by a steamroller and it's real cool, so. (laughs) (laughs) What are your like top five favorite movies at this point? (laughs) Top five favorite movies of all time. That's so hard. I hate you for putting me on the spot. (laughs) See, number one all time favorite movie is probably Jurassic Park. Right. I feel like they're all 80s and 90s movies. You're not wrong. <laughs> That's I what mean, I was asking. Fifth Element was 98 or 99, so that counts. Was it that late? Yeah. I thought it was like 96, 97. Uh, maybe it was. I'm stupid. I'm a dumb moron. Um, I want to say 98, though, in my heart spirit. Mm. And then okay. the, the Matrix came out in 1999. That was mm-hmm. like the last movie of 90s. Anyway, um, so it's like Jurassic Park for sure, number one. Um, I, I want to put the last four in no particular order. Okay. But I'm definitely going to say Fifth Element's in there. Okay. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China for sure. Nice. Uh, Maximum Overdrive. And oh, I got to pick a fifth one. God, movies. Oh, my God. Okay. Go through your mind. What's it? Um, I'll say Fellowship of the Ring. Wow. Just because I've watched it so many times and haven't gotten tired of it. Like, okay. I've watched Fellowship of the Ring probably a hundred times. And for those who don't know me, I'm not being hyperbolic. Uh, the summer after senior year, I got like a, I, we did like the lock in the last day. So you don't uh-huh. die. And uh, we did like a raffle and I won like a six DVD changer uh, with a surround sound. Oh, nice. Uh, and I had like a big TV in my room and I, I just literally watched fellowship of the ring every night 
for like an entire summer. Jesus. So probably a hundred times. Jesus. But it compares nothing to how many times I've watched Jurassic Park. Jesus. So I've literally watched Jurassic Park like 300 times. Damn. Oh, no. You know what? What? Fuck Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> Fifth movie. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. There we go. There we go. I was I was thinking, I was like, there's another one that we had just talked about. Yeah, I just watched yesterday. What's funny is what you did with with uh with that movie though, Fellowship of the Ring, I did with Gundam Wing and those Waltz. I had this is low tech, but I had a fucking VCR. You told me this story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I just I would just put it on and go to sleep to it. So and- before I had my DVD player, I actually did that with Groundhog Day on VHS. <laughs> and I groundhog dayed myself. Oh, Christ. Like, I would watch Groundhog Day, and then just as soon as it was done, I would rewind it and start it over. Weird. I watched it, like, like eight or nine times in a row. What a strange movie to want to bend. I mean, dude, have you seen Groundhog Day? Yeah, it's off the chain. But... Flawless. The only way it could be better is if it had Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt in mech suits <laughs> with giant buster swords fighting fucking, like, tubule aliens. Yeah, that movie was incredible. Man, I fucking loved that movie. Did I hear that they're trying to make a seek? I, I had heard that too, How but does that work? yeah, I don't, I, I was wondering the same thing, but, uh, I don't, I also haven't heard anything else about it anyway. So yeah, go see Maximum Overdrive, rewatch Terminator 2 Judgment Day, watch Gundam Wing Endless Waltz if you haven't, Google Hank Henshaw, and for the love of God, watch Edge of Tomorrow starring Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. Off the chain. Also watch Taking Back Sunday's 10 year anniversary Starring DVD. Jonathan Nolan of Westworld <laughs> production fame. Starring him. All right, see you next time.